Capitol Hill to work out a compromise health care plan. So We're reporting live from I-285 in North Atlanta, where APD is in hot pursuit of two vehicles. We've been told that rapper Cam James is the alleged driver of the lead vehicle, while an unidentified female is driving the second car. We'll bring you more details as this story develops. Ooh, 285, I'm zoning. This was since I'm 18. You were not part of the scene. Had some women trying for me, but they knew I'm putting my heart in my dreams. Gave me some space, I needed it. You had your doubts, deleted it. Trying to be down, we had that Bonnie and Clyde. But when I decided it wasn't working, you couldn't abide it. You were so mad at me. Mona Lisa turned American Gothic. Obvious is your masterpiece. In a bad way, we had way too many problems to fix. Not a true me. Why was you thinking you was too skinny? Thick as fuck, so that wasn't the problem. You paranoid, what you living inside of your head? Stayed on your side of the bed. Holding grudges like Joe Budden. You'll be fighting with Monica next. But the boys are already yours. Bad luck like your bows and straps and you rock a juicy guitar. Now we don't talk anymore and you know all the reasons. My games that you play with yourself, bleeding. Heavy somebody get help, thesis. You can't get out of your own way. Have several different pathways. Summa cum laude with bad grace. We was loving like the last days, but it ain't late. Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Ah. Oh, man. Shout out to Cam Jones. Something new. Shout out to Cam Jones. Okay. Yes, sir. We the second here. Joe Budden shout out of the week. <laughs> <laughs> keep coming, keep coming, keep, keep coming. coming. He got yeah. delivery, lyrics, tone. Oh, yeah. Got Creative. Let's, yeah, what's, let's like play the game. Cam Jones. Oh. 23, 23 let's play the game. We're going to bring it back. All right, all right. I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Ah, how many do you think? Ah. Cam Jones. Cam Jones. All right, huh? all right, who going first? I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. Eighteen hundred. Oh, that, that that was nice. That was nice. Eighteen hundred. I was going way less. I I didn't even think of that. I was thinking like six hundred. Okay. Is this without going over? Or is this the closest one? This is closest, right? Closest. Closest, closest to the hole. Here okay. we go. Yeah, close. Let's go. Twelve. Twelve hundred. Twelve hundred. Five eighty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Five eighty-five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah, keep it going, keep it going. Oh man, wonderful. Be with y'all once again. Let's start it off right. Let's do it. Let's start it off right. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Boys and girls, haters of all ages, welcome to the UDK podcast. I'm your host, Jay Easy. To my left. Hex. To my right. KG from DC. On assignment in our hearts, as always, Irv Nizzle. Nizzle. And in the Nizzle. building, as always. J to the R. Man. Let's go. Ah, we are here. Wonderful to be with my brothers once yes, again. Yes, sir. To see y'all in good health, good spirits, good energy. Hola, como esta? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, to check. Hex, how you feeling? Ah, uh, super duper good. Super duper good, duper. man. Yeah. Super uh, duper. Not duper. Super, oh, man. Duper. I got, you know, got got a, uh, just a great opportunity came my way. Uh, what I've been looking for for yeah. ever. So. <laughs> I talked to him earlier, so I know what he's talking about. Man, That's why I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's so uh, just again, just blessed. Family, good. Uh, we doing what we doing. Yeah, we growing and uh, making and, and trying to make a difference. Which always makes me even feel better. So like I got a purpose, and so hey, that's what super. Duper, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you said that. Your purpose. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you said that. Walking in your purpose. Yes. Amazing. KG, how you feeling? Yo, man. Um, Black Santa came by and dropped off a gift for me and shit. You <laughs> know what I mean? 
it's it's looking real shiny and I'm about to found, I'm about to sound real crispy out this bitch oh, in, yeah, a, yeah, in a minute. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just gonna take it easy. Yeah. But I'm happy, um, blessed, um, therapy's going uh it's it's doing what it's what it's supposed Clap to do. Life will life will never be easy, but it is simple. Yeah. Um yeah, man, I'm just out here angry and ready to pod, man. That's right. I know that's right. In a good way. I know that's right. Yes, sir. JR, how you feeling, baby? Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. And um, shout out KG for taking that um, taking that step. Um, step that, ironically, all of us need to take, mm. um, whether we mm. whether we say it or not, man. But um, be a beacon of um, a, a light, man, going forward that we all need to check ourselves, man. Mm. And, and check ourselves at the door, man. It takes a lot of courage to do that. Um, I want to say a special shout out to my wife, um, too as well she's um she's you know embarking on something and she's been keeping a journal basically um a kind of a prayer journal and a hope journal and she's got to the end of her book um of writing and she's uh she said she's not going to write in this book no more because there's new opportunities mm. to come. so um okay. i give her a lot of praise mm. for that sure. and um man i just you know look forward to uh, you know turning the page to a new year man and and and, and all of us growing and learning from each other yeah. big sis yes. let's go absolutely uh wonderful week super duper good there we go mm-hmm. as, uh, as Hex would say wonderful week uh i know i talked to y'all last week about my house hunting um woes and and experiences well i guess i could tell you i guess it's okay to tell y'all now i guess I uh that we did put in a contract for a house got approved. Look at you. Uh, so we are moving forward with being homeowners. There we go. At, it's, there it's, you go. Wonderful. My dog. Wonderful I feeling. Um, the whole process really uh, is weird because when you when you go through the process, uh, you, 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 you're going along through life and, and, you know, you're trying to make the best decisions that you can and, you know, you're trying to do what you can for your family. And then when you come up on an opportunity like this and you can – do what you need to do. It just shows you how blessed you are, but you don't really think like we don't know how blessed we are until yeah. something comes up. Where it has to, we have to kind of, we have to, we have to face it, put our chips in, right? You know what I'm saying? What you gonna do? Yeah, we don't know. It's kind of like you're going through the process, like oh, you know, oh well, you know, I'm just going to work today. Okay, you know, got my paycheck day, pay my bills, save a little money. Okay, do this, do that, do that, and then when you have to actually stand on your blessings, it's like I can stand here. It's like wow, like, yeah. this is crazy. I'm gonna I'm tell you when you when you get to be grown, and I'm using grown specifically, and you drive through an apartment complex and you see the Lexuses outside and the Benzes outside, and you're like, "What? Ah, mm. priorities? Yeah, man. yeah." And man. that that lets you know when your life is different. Like, bam. Oh. It's not to look good. It's to be able to pass down. Mm. It's just different when you get to them levels and you see, like, it's not about that. It's about this. And and, and being grown is about that perspective. Yeah. Because you don't have it when you're young. When you're young, you're thinking, okay, I just want stuff to make me feel good. Like, I just want, you know, I want what looks good, make me feel good. And then when you get to a certain point in your life, it's like, all right, well, what does this really mean in the long term? And then when you start looking long term, then you're grown. It's a lot of old ass kids. Better know that. Dude. Out here. It's a lot of old kids. That ass. Out here. Yeah. Because, you know, don't forget, you know, we're we in a fast forward society. 
Flash is 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 new, quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh, facade is 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 everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so everybody's got the you know, and then you got your your social media page, which is an image of your image, right? right. And so you know, but also those things aren't aren't really spoke on on a consistent basis. You you might turn on Instagram and click through, and somebody's giving you telling you how to get home ownership, how to save some money. Uh, how, to, how to make an investment, how to make a proper investment. But what's really going to get somebody's attention immediately, which is what normally does, is how quickly can I get that stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, and not even realizing that stuff doesn't have value. Mm-hmm. It is depreciating as the day goes by. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you have, to, you have to be able to prioritize the difference between having nice things, right, and why you have some things that are nice. Mm-hmm. And if you're chasing one, you know, it'll show. And, but in this situation, when you get a chance to own your own home, mm-hmm. no, that's yours. That's this my property. It's different. It's property. Different. It's different. Is the word? Yeah, it's different. It's different. And that's something that we um <clears throat> we as a as a community, uh, I'm not gonna say we don't. I'm not gonna say we don't value it. We don't understand mm-hmm. the importance of it of being able to say that you own something. The value of it is something different. We know how much the houses cost. Mm-hmm. We get all that, but we don't understand the importance of being in that position. Right. And I, I'm not pushing back, but I'm just going to say it's the contextualization of the history of what we've missed mm-hmm. that we don't understand. Not necessarily right. it itself, but it's like, yo, do you know how many generations? When you say like, yeah, we were in, we were in. Uh, we were slaves for 400 years. How many generations are you behind your white neighbors? How many generations of knowledge? Knowledge? Financial. Financial. I I just mean like a house gets sold, it gets bought, somebody lost a house, that's cool, but somebody else bought another one and you pass these things down and it's just like, yo, like you're behind. Yeah, and it's not even, I got you, I got you it's not even just being able to pass stuff down, but it's the lesson. So when we yeah. go out and we look at these places and we have these conversations with these agents and with, you know, the people who are doing the underwriting and the information that they need, mm-hmm. I don't, like, with my kids, like, they see what we're going through. Yeah. They see how much we yeah. have to do. Like, even with my oldest, I keep her in the loop. Like, we bought to buy a house. We had to do this. Like, I keep her informed about what's going on. Yeah. My youngest is right there. She sees that's everything crazy. that's going on. She, but that's a going to the generation house. lesson for them. As opposed to a fifth generation lesson for other people, like so, I I understand what you're saying. I understand absolutely. It's a, and and that is why again, what what we try and bring to the table with so many of the the topics we bring to the table sometimes is being able to be understanding enough to know that most people, most African Americans, let me say that, are not really in a position to save. To get what it is that they want to get. That's facts. Right? You have to, you you know, sometimes people just say that. Like, well, save your money. But it's like, you don't know what I got left when I finish paying mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I understand when, when, when you get your check, you've already allocated, oh, yeah, that much is going to the savings account. That much is good. So that means you got enough to do those that, that with. Mm-hmm. And so... When we, you know, we want to. I don't want to. I don't want to shame anybody. In, no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah I, I, you know, I, I want to ascertain too. 
And so we just congratulating someone who's able to, to swim amongst the sharks, st- put yourself in a better position. It took you X amount of years to get to this to this point to even do so, yeah. and you know, and that is to be taken into consideration. Don't this isn't a guy who saved up some money over the last three years, right? He <laughs> right. wasn't like I just I just decided to keep this my vacation journey. money. Yeah, this is a journey. I'm buying a house, right? And and we in the DMV, so that's not cheap anywhere, anywhere, right? Yeah. And so with that being the case, is just recognize those who are, who are, who are listening, who are like, man, I I I really want to do that myself. I wish I want to be a homeowner, but I don't even know how to get there. And so when he brought up those programs, sometimes we take it again for granted when you see those things on the internet telling you there are other ways for you to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I know this, the, the other part of the internet's going to say you got to be balling to get you something. You got to be, no. you know what I'm saying? You got to be a boss. You got to you got to be able to floss along with your home rather than recognizing, man, it's a home. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, full disclosure, if you don't mind, Jay, um, this is not your first set of bricks. No, no, that no, you've no, landed no, on, no, and, and so even so, even um, more now from what you know we were talking about pre-pod, you know that journey that you went on, uh, and things that you and the wisdom Learned, that, yeah. you, that you acquired along that way, that's now helping this process go forward. Because you see, we see the reality shows all the time, but. The reality shows get a chance to go to commercial break. There you go. Real life does not. Talk about it. Know that. Okay. So as you, you know, as he's walking in this journey, and it's so ironic that we've talked about all these topics here because we're about to get into some nonsense that's going on in our country. Yeah. Yeah. With leadership and people ought to know better, like you said. Mm -hmm. And this was where I was circling back to. Mm -hmm. So we, so as we get into the topics later, I I just want to kind of reiterate kind of what we're saying Mm -hmm. right now because I think this is so very important Mm -hmm. because it's it's very like proactive and solutions oriented what we're talking about right here and the learning curve and and and, and how important that is going forward yeah and it's not like this around the world like we live this american credit life you go to africa you go to asia you don't pay off a house in 30 years no have your money right yeah like that's how they get down in the rest of the world yeah we live this always owe somebody lifestyle yes. Yes. yes they don't do that around the world no yeah oh man so uh yeah i'm i'm, I'm pretty static about that um going through this process this is expensive this is, <laughs> god damn this is boy oh come <laughs> on yeah. over yeah yeah, man. yeah absolutely oh, oh man come, but, a, but some of this property tax come but on. a blessing <laughs> come on yo the other day the hoa what the other day we looked at we were like oh we're down one of the hundreds of thousands that we owe on the house. It was like, <laughs> <Yes>. oh yeah, <laughs> yes. like oh we have equity, like but it was still like, nigga, we got a while to go. What <laughs> you got a while to go? Yeah. Oh man. Uh, so uh, let's get let's get into topics. Uh, first topic. Um, uh, we we've spoken before about uh, shootings, mass shootings, mm. way too often, mm. way too often on this show. Uh, but there was one. Uh, about a week ago, Friday, last Friday, mm-hmm. uh, where a six-year-old That's crazy. went into their school with a firearm that they got from, it was his, it was in his mother's name. Mm-hmm. Got the firearm from home, brought it in, uh, took it to class, pulled it out in the middle of class, aimed at the teacher, and fired. <laughs> um, I, I don't this hasn't gotten as much coverage as I feel like it needs to get. This this hasn't gotten nearly as much coverage as it needs to get. Let me tell you. Because, I just saw it today. Uh, I'm, crazy. Let me tell you something. They are trying their best to 
muffle this story because the babies was always supposed to be the we don't we don't cross that line line not the babies and yes six year old took gun to school in backpack yep. and then pulled out pulled and, out as the teacher tried to take it away so they're trying to kill the story because once again this is the they don't need us talking about guns <laughs> Why they trying to, you know, pull this hustle that we're going to talk, we're going to get into in just a few seconds about what they're doing now. Now that, you know, they didn't win, they weren't able to put in a different president. Mm-hmm. They weren't able to go ahead and bring in, you know, the, the Congress and senators they wanted to take over. They weren't able to do that either to the degree that they wanted. And so the last thing they need is for us to bring up something that's morally something we all should be on the same page with. We should be. We should be. I got I got a, something to tell you. I'm gonna tell you when we when we go to this next when we go to this next clip. But they were, one of the things I just I, I bring to the table is that they were just saying that you have to understand that most of the country is on the same page. That's a fact. But but you can't and and I think I'm adding to what you're talking about when I say you can't walk around with the moral high ground when a six year old is. You can't. Shooting a first grade teacher. You can't with the parents around <laughs> at the spot. Like, nah, dude. Like, what do you talk? What's the argument? The main, the main thing that we always hear when there is a school shooting, when there's some kind of massacre like this, is well, well, we just need to arm the teachers. <laughs> we need to have more uh, resource officers. We need to have that. Right. Well, well, now we have six year old shooting. So what are you going to do? What is the teacher supposed to do when a, when a six year old pulls out? Are they supposed to shoot back? Told- is that what? And the weird thing was somebody said they thought that the child had a gun. Yes. Before it happened. Yes. They, they searched his bag. And yeah. then <laughs> and it kind of went away and then the gun comes out again. Yeah. That like, six-year-old that six year old stashed that gun. Without a doubt. He stashed it. Then all of a sudden they searched the bag. Oh, there's nothing in here. And then they go to class and they put the gun back in the bag. The, this is this is this is a systemic problem. This is not just we need somebody to be able to protect people. This is a problem. I, we, can't, I, we can't put metal detectors at the front of elements. And that's exactly what they what they got we, off on 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 the actual news. They want to. They want to. The news item that I saw was all about. We just got the money to be able to put. Um, the, permanent the locked doors. Yeah. Permanent um uh uh metal detectors and all these and I was like with six year olds you're excited about this. Like with six year olds. You know, the funny thing is, um uh, we talk about, you know, people would emphasize like uh child endangerment, whether it be, you know, molestation or mm-hmm. you know, or, or having a child maybe, you know, ex- exposed to pornography early mm-hmm. and so forth and so yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I still think that we have to revisit the idea of the video games, the things that we are putting in children's hands, and so, because six years old—that's a very still young age to really have been socially, yeah. you know, harmed. So I think there's a kind of a, um, a, a circuit overload. Something is not going right with the feeling of comfort of yeah. grabbing something, there's, of executing a, a, a killing. There's no manifesto. There's no ulterior motive. It's just there's a kid 
who has been raised and conditioned to believe that guns at six, yes. that guns are how you solve things. Somehow. And they took it mm-hmm. and then they, they, they did what they did. There's no, oh, well, you know, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's society. Or, no. You know, it's, it's nothing like that. It's just an a, a innocent child Absolutely. who mm-hmm. was led the wrong way, thinking the wrong thing. We have to act it out. We have to protect what we put in our kids' minds, what we put in our kids' yes. hands. Yes, and, you know, it, it, just just what they feel, how what they see, because there's a lot of things they're seeing again that we didn't, well, we, we were not exposed to early. And this is what I would say. Number one is, how, how in the world does your child know where your gun is at? I I, I don't. It, if you got an older kid and you have a gun and you want to make sure if I'm not home, you can protect mommy, whatever, that's a whole different situation. But that's a discussion not for a six-year-old, right? And But somehow, again, when the, we keep talking about this media, I told you we have to do, we're going to have to go all out and decide the people, the executive producers of these, of these networks are the culprits of making sure these things don't get any type of headway because they know they, they're going to gain immediate momentum because if you have 500 people get shot 200 300 at the at the country concert in las vegas a couple of years ago mm-hmm. people shot up at all the different schools we every weekend it's a restaurant or somebody's work right and we still can't gain any legislative headway yeah what would it take and other than them they themselves put in a position where they were faced with life or death at the hand of a gun. It, 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 otherwise, it, they must all have stock in it. Yes. It, it must be. And, it's and the only ex- explanation. And here's the thing. So, a six-year-old. See, I can't blame that on video games. I can't blame that on movies. I can't blame that on anything other than your fucked up parents. Because okay. nothing gets you there at six. Mm-hmm. There, there's not a pubic hair. There's not anything of adulthood sniffing you. You only been walking right six. three years. Right. You, right you have it. You really just took off Pampers two to three years ago. <laughs> right. Like I'm really serious about the fact that this person thought, "Piss me off again, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna shoot you." At six, that's. That's that's the way you are raised. That is nothing about. I, now, if so, if if you did see the video game, if you did play see GTA or whatever it is, again, that's parentage. Mm-hmm. That ain't made for you anyway. <clears throat> so again, I'm not I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong. Sure. What I'm saying is that's not about who made the cool game right. or the cool movie or whatever it is. That's parentage, dog. You can't do that to a child because you have set up your... Can you imagine that's what this child was about to do when they got to high school? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'd be any worse. Uh, this happened on... This happened last Friday, right? This is about a week because we recorded on Friday. So that happened right. uh, last Friday. Uh, Tuesday mm-hmm. of this week... Uh, we got an email saying that there yeah. was a threat yeah. to my youngest daughter's school. And if you wanted to keep them home, you can keep them home. Apparently, there was a child on Monday in my daughter's middle school mm-hmm. who decided they wanted to bring a plastic gun to school and started showing it to people. Mm-hmm. A realistic looking plastic gun for a middle schooler. Yeah. This is where we are. Hex, this is where we are. Can you tell that story you told 
before we started the pod? Oh, about the because oh, I, I, I thought that was. I'm sorry, poignant. It, it was re, it was relating to how easy was talking about his daughter's situation. Yeah, and the kid, it, yeah, the kid didn't have an actual real gun, but it looked real based right. on yeah. everything about it. And what they have now these new guns that are airsoft guns, and they are the most lifelike. Um, they have the rifle style. They got every type of uh, every type of, of uh, example of that of type of gun. They making this airsoft version of guns. They have it at some of the malls where you can shoot and stuff, and, you know. And then they have their own separate shops. And so, the point of this story was in in this restaurant, this uh, Takeda Mexican restaurant. They had this gentleman who came in to rob everyone, and they showed on the camera. So he went around this little around in a circle. And, was taking money, robbing each person as he went by, robbing the restaurant at the same time. By the time he got to the end, somebody wanted the boost, shot him from behind that he had just robbed, killed him on the spot. And the thing was, the, this guy had an airsoft, airsoft gun, plastic gun, a yeah. plastic gun. So he went to go do something terrible as a you know adults might participate in, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody, but you know, however, brought a chi- brought a child's gun. To do some real stuff. Do some, yeah, just come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the imagery is, is you know, you, we say we don't want to blame it on the movies. It's 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 not to be it's not to be blamed. What it is is they just realize what we are drawn to: action, yeah. reaction. Uh, what's what's tough? What's strong? It's all you know. You know, good the, the evil the evil trying to escape. And and the bad guy being the bad, showing you how bad he is, has always been a thing. But I think what happens is you get to a certain point, and each time we have a group that initially comes out and complains about something, it only takes like five to six, ten years. Whatever that thing was, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Because when they first tried to tell you how hip-hop would be somewhat detrimental to how we see women, how we talk about women, how we see drugs, how we talk about it. And now it's so normal. And and America it, is a violent nation. It's it. Our heroes are people who have either deleted people from the earth, mm-hmm. meaning the Native Americans, mm-hmm. um, cowboys. Mm-hmm. Who we don't even think of cowboys as what they were. We think of them as the shoot 'em up, bang bang. Yeah. That's not what they did. They took care of cattle. They took care of cattle, <laughs> dog. Of cattle. That's yeah. what it was. And again, we think of it in terms of this. Um, I'm trying to think of like what people, the way people see Batman. Like they see it as, oh, you're the like a vigilante, vigilante, as opposed to no, you're just people who protect cattle against wolves but yeah. we all like but, that's what you are but that's but, what that's what we look at him as but that's exactly. not that's yeah, yeah but that's, that's what we, we've allowed the finance they're making so much money now. yes you, you take your john wicks and and then you can and they mix those in with your other movies that are like fast and furious where it's uh-huh. mostly the, the race and the chase mm-hmm. yeah but then there's the but then there's the violence when it's yeah. time yeah. to get there yeah. whether it's time somebody to gotta get thrown from a building somebody will have to go through this now and what, Kaye, and, what, and what they've decided to do is they've muddied the waters now. If you see, for those who have kids, you can see how what we used to be PG 13. Yes. Yeah. And what used to be R were two worlds. 
Now you can hear cursing on on PG thirteen. That's my point. Yeah, because like when they like we have yeah. fourteen year olds are cursing that, now. That, that's my point. And, 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 and they just nobody's making the ET anymore. Yeah, I'm not trying to. <laughs> not. I'm not but, trying to take the. Co- I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're right. But my Go. problem is at the end of the day, they affect it. They they are really start with the children. Where we talk about this is a six year old, mm-hmm. and you watch some of these these cartoon movies, and I've been checking these out for the last I don't know how many years, but I'm telling you now the innuendo. Some of the dialogue, you can tell it strictly for the parents. Mm-hmm. That kid don't know what that what that meant right there. Yep. He don't know why that character's laughing right there. They don't yep. under, he don't understand that sarcasm because yep. you got to know what that meant to know what that meant. Sure. Can I say SpongeBob is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my I, life? I've never seen, I've never. <laughs> seen I'm not being funny. I'm, glad I'm not being funny. But go no down. So when you when you talk about imagery, and I mean you know we uh, but you know, we were all young men here, and we all you know when you were younger, you always knew the uh, the guy across the street who father had the porno stash and you know he'd probably try and sneak it and show it to you but it, it wasn't in such great volume it wasn't in such great it wasn't every time you stepped out you saw it's so much access to it's it, so yeah. much access to it so right now i'm you're sneaking just, i'm trying you're sneaking <laughs> but it's no longer sneaking now it was it, obviously taboo it was obviously taboo, taboo. exactly yes. that's the word i'm looking yeah. for it's not taboo now. but, but now this it's this imagery like you just said is no longer taboo it's becoming second nature it's almost like when we saw football when we were we, you know, you saw O.J. Simpson, you know, younger. You tried to imitate him running the football. And, Damn, you could have used a different example. No, no, O.J. was by me. <laughs> I, I'm, so, I'm so much younger. I, so I, when I think of running backs, I OJ think more. Uh, no, y'all yeah, too much. When you saw when you saw those images of him, you you wanted to be Eric that Dickinson, guy. You wanted Peyton, to be that guy. You could have. You, you, went out, you went out in the field in the snow and you dived in the and played in played in the snow because that's what you wanted. You wanted to be a football player. You saw, yeah, you what know, you saw, what you, what saw. you saw, yeah. And, but right now you're you're seeing uh, video games. That's why I say this with guns and and them switching guns and, and and dropping clips and and you know modifying you know and music videos. They all in this. All it is music videos. We've, guns. we've stepped it up. We stepped it up to. So I don't know what's really in a six we say we know what's in a six-year-old's mind but do we really no I mean, but, because, but because do we really know what but that's what is? we're doing with that's what we're doing with um climate that's what we're doing with everything human beings are unable and let me speak for america let me not speak for everyone everywhere else because there are many nations that do this better there are reasons why they do it better because of they're not a democracy or a republic or whatever, but they're able to control some things a little differently. Mm-hmm. But we are incapable of slowing down. Mm-hmm. Mm. We accelerate without measure. We have no middle. Whether it comes yeah, from, like, like I, 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 I had to erase the middle. I said this yeah. to my wife. You either got old, old school. Yeah. yeah. Or what we doing now? I said this to I said this to my wife the other day, and I said, "Do you remember that when we were children, a computer was the size of our house? <laughs> yeah. If you flattened it out, yeah. a computer was the size of our house. Any Yeah. You could really just put it all together and lay it out, and it was the size of our house. On our phone right now, we could have run the Apollo one, two, three. We could have run five different space shuttles. space shuttles off of our phone, not even like our laptop, not our real computer, not our iPad. I'm talking about 
our phone, dog. Was, that's the that's how accelerated technology has gone. Yeah. So if you understand that, then you also understand like, nah, we have done that with everything, mm. and we do that, and it kills everything around us. Yes, so, it does. Yes, it does. And we don't care. Yes, it does. We and, say we care, but we don't. And if if we don't if we don't take the opportunity and have the 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 wherewithal to start to try to slow down and understand what's important, then we're going to lose everything. But here, here's where I'm, I'm hoping this really goes. Somewhere, as, as they are trying <clears throat> to kill the story and we're bringing the story to light, we hope you share it with somebody else if you have heard of it, pass it on. But my thing is sure. I, I want this part to hit home. If we're supposedly, like we said, we don't care about these kids, and we uh, and, and for all of us who have kids, of course you care about your kid. Right. But you have to put this in perspective. Now the gun is in the school. They are now they, they've done all the things to get them out and hide and everything. If the person's gonna come in and they get a chance to yell, hey, there's a there's someone unwanted in yeah. the building. They just gunman in the building. They get a chance to scream that over the PA system or whatever. No, no, no. This kid is sitting in the class and right sitting right behind your child. Somebody's kid was that kid. Had no idea when he pulled it out. He was sitting in front of the kid with the gun. So put that in perspective if you don't want to fight for. Yeah. Having these these legislators do what we need them to do, do what the majority of people want them to do, and this is uh, I, I do understand this part because I want people to get confused. One, this is completely different than the automatic weapon issue. Yes, but we're trying to say the gun access is so horrible. That's it. That, that, then what's going to be the consequence yeah. if your child does bring a gun? We got to have something there, right? That says no, no, no. If your child gets a hold of your gun whatever and you want to be a gun owner, you fine. need to go to jail. I don't care if it's only one bullet an hour. Yeah. That's that's on you. Yeah. And not jail. You need to go to prison. Right. In, in, info at udkpodcast.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, as Hex saying, this is in our backyard. And as Easy was saying earlier here, um, unfortunately, it, it's coming too damn close to home. Yeah. This, okay? This is very close. So check us out. Now weigh in on this. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on yes. that. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, we up on it. Um, I, I usually say wonderful segment, but this wasn't. This was This was. This was a... And this, this one was tough. supposed to be this whole thing. This one was tough. And let me yeah. tell you this last note. What was also, when I first heard it, I thought, you know what I, I really hope? I hope somebody wasn't to the point where they've been sending their kid to school with a gun. With a gun. Oh, yeah. Mm. Saying, look, baby, if something, if something happens, go down. Yeah. Mm. Protect you yourself. So we don't have to have that phone call yeah. when they show you on the news and show you the little girl or, or boy's photo. Yeah. This is him. He was nine. Yeah, he called his mom. He called his mom and said, "There's a gunman in this in my classroom." And we play that. We tear it up, and we see. We we say we can't believe it again. Or, but I thought, do you have to walk through Ooh. different situations to get to school? Or are you having to go through like, different you neighborhoods? Know how gangs I, are you, how they are. You I'm just saying. Are you the kid? And, and I hope he's not six, walking. I can't imagine this so much. I hope he's not. Walking I hope. I, I hope we that don't. I'm don't. making this up in my head. But again. Are you the kid who has to go through two different gangs to get to school? That this is why but it's comfortable. The for issue you. within, and this being a, a child, so he's gonna do childlike things because then the whole thing became the fact that he pulled it out in school. Mm. So if we we can't, you know, the protection ain't gonna be one thing, but then perhaps again, being a kid, he didn't know what else to do when in school with it. But like you said, he did stash it when he knew when he stashed it. So when everyone came looking at the backpack. That someone told he already knew how to he work. He had it. a gun in his backpack. He already knew how to work it. 
So. I, I tell you what, we um we we're gonna Man. go to the next segment and we're gonna talk about a little bit more about the foolishness that's going on, uh, within our legislature. But I just want to real quick. So y'all took fifteen days to figure out who's gonna lead y'all. So y'all can y'all spend five minutes on this? No. Right. Right. No. Nothing. Pretty please. Man. Um. We appointed Hex. Give me one. U D K. Step into the club and all eyes on me. In my ear, can I buy you a drink? It's written all over your face, you just might wanna taste I said I got some things to show you, won't you follow me? Cause I've been waiting to let go I won't stop, you won't say no Take control With the left hand, mm, Ooh, Lord yes, sir. Woo. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Tadashi. Let's go for the musical selection. Tadashi, Tadashi. Yeah. If you ever want to make sure that your shit plays longer, just don't give a break. <laughs> and that Negro kept on going, and it was mm-hmm. no cutoff to be there. No, like you just had to let that ride. That's two verses that he did all together. You gonna hear this, and you just gonna hear this. You gonna hear this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, special, special, special. Energy, nice energy. Uh, if you want to listen to more of that, uh, go to udkpodcast.com, Check out our Discord, uh, the DJ booth, indeed. And you DJ can get booth, all of the the selections that we play. Uh, we are back. Speaking of which, yeah. DJ Thunder. <laughs> oh, we gonna get to that Herb shout out to House Radio. Yeah, yes, sir. Oh man. Um. So during the first segment, uh, we touched a little bit on uh the leadership. That we mm. have uh, in the legislature, um, people who have to make serious decisions about the way that we want this country to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, last pod, uh, we talked about, uh, I guess, uh, many civil wars going on in the Republican Party. 
and Kevin McCarthy did, I think it was 15 rounds? Mm-hmm. 15, to be exact. 15, yeah, 15 rounds. Actually, one. To get, uh, to get his people to vote to, for it. Yeah. To get, <laughs> can you imagine having to ask somebody who you rock with 15 times to get something? How many pretty please is that? <laughs> I swear to God, if we had to do anything internally, that took fifteen times to 15 go around. No, we broken up. No, we not doing. We it. breaking up. Like no, we not doing it. We take not doing fifteen. We not doing it. <laughs> I can't go. promote you for fifteen fifteen times time. at all. Yes. Um. So Hex, take us through it real quick. Uh, there is an aftermath. There are ramifications of his uh, bending the knee to the Indeed. people in his own uh, in his own party. Hex, take us through. Good way to put it. Uh, what has come to the table is that you know Kevin McCarthy decided he was going to dance with the devil, and if he want to, if he wanted this job bad enough, oh yeah, he was going to have to do what they were going to ask him to do. So he he decided he was going to give some concessions and and bend on some things and give some people what they wanted, and in doing so, it showed as as slimy as he is, and I'll get to why he's so slimy, but. As slimy as he is, it also showed that his own, those 20 people who first held out, that all they were really doing was there were 6 to 8 to 9 to 10 to 12, 15 of them who were really only doing so, not because he was the wrong guy to have the job. Mm-hmm. He's the wrong guy to have that much power. Mm-hmm. That's that's the real problem, making sure everybody's fed, everybody gets a little bit of something. He's stuck. And they were really only trying to, to hold out again, not because they didn't think he was the guy. Whoever's going to do the job is going to have to have that power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's another group that really wants to help some people who live where they live. Mm-hmm. And the American people are, I hope they are starting to see, as all this stuff has happened with Trump, the unveiling of how politics really work. How the thing you you vote for has to go through this whole cycle of people cooperating to want a better America where you live. And how they take this power and make it so frivolous. Like conditions being better that you're voting for. That, you know, when you vote for it, you're not saying to yourself, sure, I'm voting for this now for you to do it in like five years. I'm thinking you're going to handle it now. And and when we have situations like being able to give out the stimulus money when we have our whole country mm-hmm. shut down and can't go to work, mm-hmm. we know we can put a Band-Aid on things if we want to right now. All the money. Kevin McCarthy wants to stand up here now and talk about the spending, and he wants he can't believe it. We've got to stop this spending. <laughs> yep. No, that's not what he wants to do. He wants to spend that money to, with his friends, with his buddies, the way he wants to spend it taking care of the, the projects they profit from, especially, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to this this war, these weapons. Oh, they got money for that. Halliburton. Yeah, they got money Speak on it. You know? Yes, sir. And then at the end of the day, you don't have a street. You can't get the speed bumps. Take, you, know, you can't get the potholes taken care of. You can't get the rec center painted. You can't get the trash picked up in the park. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't get sidewalks, whatever it may be. Yeah. And 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 how they and they chump it off as they, they they'll gripe about it at home until somebody makes them do something. This situation really made me feel like, and I'm glad you brought up uh, 45. I hope that this situation shows people you can't vote for who you like. 
That that situation that that situation dead. That's over with. You can't vote for the people who you you know you feel like okay, well I resonate with this dude or I relate to this dude. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna get something done? Who can actually go to the other side? Who can get a deal done so that we can come together and get something done? Because forty five couldn't do it, and the people that he's endorsing now, including Kevin McCarthy, you see how hard it was and how much he had to go through, how much he had to give up just to get to the position where he could get something done. Right and the uh the 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 freedom caucus the ones who said they weren't gonna vote for him yeah. they smell blood in the water they smell bitching him it, it's mm-hmm. the it's the George Bush Jr. rule you can't vote for the dude that you want to have a beer with you have to vote for the dude who's actually gonna get something done mm. you now I want to say you can't vote for the guy that you know is already a snake mm-hmm. oh but here, here oh, I, I, yeah. what I mean by that is if you have a guy who has made it clear he wanted to have his whole agenda, Kevin McCarthy we're speaking on, wanted to have his whole agenda be about embarrassing President Biden. We want to bring up Hunter Biden. We don't want to bring up laptops. Mm-hmm. We want to bring up information you should have access to or who, who, what country paid who, how much money for speaking engagements. They want to do all these things to try and to once again not actually delegate and get stuff done in their districts, mm-hmm. but tell their constituents we're still fighting the good fight. Against the evil, what you're the people who are trying to ha- create progress, right? Get you on their side because that's lip. That's being liberal when you want right. to do things and everybody gets that helps, out of it. Helps everybody, right? How dare they? Because selfishness is the only thing they live by. And but now we're in this complete quandary where we're constantly dealing with the concept of there is no consequence for these people's actions. The things they do are right in our faces. Here we stand with a situation where he has now given positions to people on committees and laws mm-hmm. yeah. and rules to, to influence and impact how we move forward in society mm-hmm. as like like it's a game. Mm-hmm. This is not pickleball. You know what I'm saying? This is not EA Sports. It's this is real people's livelihoods, and and I, and I just want you. Take a just. I wanted to everybody take a moment to listen to this clip we're about to play, and in doing that, you're going to get a greater concept of what we mean with Kevin McCarthy is doing, and how he was willing to concede only to get what he wanted to get, which is the ability to he can always change his mind. Yeah, but he but now he's got the keys to the to the castle. Time for the House Speaker Kevin McCarthy to make good on promises made to Republican hardliners who initially oppose his nomination. His election after a historic five-day, 15-ballot four fight came with a list of concessions made to GOP holdouts in exchange for their support. Now some of those deals are going into effect, and let's talk about it now with CNN's senior political analyst, anchor and CNN senior political analyst, John Avalon. He's here with me now. So how are these? Good morning to you. How are these concessions playing out? All right. Well, let's first of all remember, these are the core holdouts, the 20 or so holdouts, vast majority election deniers. These are the folks who took the floor fight for Kevin McCarthy back to a standard we haven't seen since before the Civil War. Already, we're seeing rewards coming to these folks. Mm -hmm. Right. So six members of these holdout groups getting plumb positions on the Appropriations Committee, including Andrew Clyde, who described January 6th as a tourism day at the Capitol, and Financial Services Committee, very powerful committees. But let's also take a look at the key concessions. These are just some of them. This is the deals that Kevin McCarthy made to finally get the votes across. Right. So first of all, any member can call a motion to vacate the speaker's chair. Freedom Caucus representatives, many of whom are on that page, increased representation on key committees. This is the debt ceiling we've been talking so much about. 
right? This is a sign of coming attractions. We're going to have a collision course. Discretionary spending at 22 or two levels. Weapon, invest, committee to investigate the weaponization of the federal government. And, of course, 72 hours to review bills before they come to the floor, which sounds common sense but can gum up the works. I got to ask you about this. From a prominent Republican, um, I, I got this note that says, Representatives Clyde and Cloud were appointed mm -hmm. to the Appropriations Committee. These guys were rewarded for bad behavior during the Speaker's vote. This is a stunning uh, and a part of a handshake deal between the holdouts, I won't use the word that they use, he said nuts and McCarthy, I'll say it, nuts and McCarthy, yeah. which they will never admit to publicly. What do you think about that? Do you believe that's true? Well, here's the evidence that it's true. You're talking to a source in the Republican conference who's saying this is happening. It is already happening. We got to say the committee assignments aren't even fully been doled out yet. But to see folks who put Kevin McCarthy and the country really through that kind of chaos get rewarded with appropriations, it's a very big deal. It's a two-year seat to see what gets done. <laughs> if you're wondering if your interests are being put forth first, you now know who you're dealing with. When you do it on day one, week one, you know, do it the day before you get the job to get the job. Mm. That's obviously what happened. Like they said, they discussed things and came aboard. And guess who's got a new job? He's going to do what we tell him to do when we tell him to do it. Now, we can tell him he's he's out of office at any point in time. We can decide you're the guy we're getting rid of at any point in time that you don't do what we say. Mm -hmm. At will. You, he's a bought man. And, and please understand. Who's also going to be protected. Understand what this actually means. When someone can get rid of you at any time with one, one person, person standing up. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That lets you know that it's not about him being on the chopping block. At all. What it means is that we will work this as we go along and we will point and stare every uh -huh. time there's a thing that we don't like. Uh -huh. yeah. I'm moving my hands back and forth because I'm letting people, he I want people to hear the fact that it's amalgamous. It's going to keep on moving. It's always flowing. Yeah. And that means that you're not standing for anything. You don't have a point that you are holding on to. Instead, what you're doing is you're just always saying, I got a leash on you, nigga. And this is a white nigga. And that doesn't help America. No, no. That's what the and, whole point is. That's the, the point, people, that's the point I'm making. And I said this, mm -hmm. and I want to make sure I get back to this one point. Right. I apologize. The one point that I was saying when we were going through like the fourth, fifth, or sixth time he was losing was I'm scared because when your neighbor's house is burning down, you need to worry about your house. Mm. It's not good. That they are so Ooh. against and not no, no. together with their own shit. This is no, no. Let me tell you what, they on. will just I, simply. Go ahead. I mean to cut you up, but this is what it's really like. Right. It's like the firemen are outside the burning house, and they actually said, "How much you got?" In order for me to come in and do that, we'll turn that water on. How much you got? Man, we can see your house right now. We can see the sparks already about to come off. Before it flames up, for you. What's in you, it for me? How, how much you got? What's in it for me? I'm, you know what? You. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out. But you know what that means when I'm done putting it out, right? Yeah. When I say, yeah. So I got you. Yeah. I got you. After yeah. I leave all your shit soggy, mm -hmm. 
and that's what I'm saying about America. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm saying about America is the fact that, yes, if one side is so fucked up that it takes them 15 times to, to come up with, yeah. and there was never going to be another person that was going to get that spot. That's the thing about it. I right. want, I want it, and, and that's the problem. Again, we were in the whole group talking about this, so I want to be clear. We really had this discussion. There was never going to be someone else to be that person. Mm-hmm. They wanted him, but they wanted him as at a concession of mm-hmm. how can we bitch you down enough? And that means that we're about to get an a version, a version of Republicans who are going to be just strident about things that they don't even care about just to get in the way of what the Democrats want to do. But let me tell you what I really think. I think it was game. I think the Republicans, not only were they doing it for their own profit, which is what it was going to be the narrative once they leak what happened. And they will say, that's politics. He wants something out of it. I want you to make sure that you take care of blah, 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 and I'll vote for you. But really, weren't they still getting their guy in there? Yeah. And making it look like we're playing hardball and we've changed a little bit. Yeah. That's what I saw. I saw somebody trying to make it seem like Kevin's terrible. We realize it. And if he's going to be in, he's going to, and, and, and so you you say that first. Kevin's, Kevin's horrible and we realize it. But if we're going to give him the job, he's going to do what we ask him to do. Yeah. And Why if- would you want him to have the job if your first statement is he's horrible? He's a snake. We know what kind of guy he he's he's selfish. He's first. Him first, then we'll worry about America. Well yeah. you know, it's 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 kinda interesting you said that. Um when you use snake and we keep using snake, snake in the grass, snake out out, out front. The question is, is he a venomous snake? Like will he allow will will, will he be the one that could turn a blind eye and allow? Yes, because he's already been purchased and, and, and he's always been purchased. Already been yeah. purchased. And, and no, yeah. I, and that's he's exactly so. That's exactly what it is. And my thing is, you know, they're playing this game. You call petty ball, okay? And, and but but it's starting to become downright serious because some it starts off as a little bit of a joke and it comes, but it, it, it now becomes a kind of controlling arm. Oh yeah. That that they, they, they you know they stick in there, and so my thing coming to, when I was listening to all this this week was how do we counter that? And I think we opened up this podcast tonight talking more about how we we reset the value of things. I think I think we need a reset on. KG spoke earlier about you know he's driving by apartment complexes, seeing cars. We have to look at things. We have to look at things from a, a, a counter active because they're going to play this game. They've already, they've already stated this game is going to be played. How do we counter it? And the way we counter it is, I, in my opinion, is to reset our values, to reset the things that we gun for, but to see, reset, reset where we're coming. Because, Hex. I got you. I, I, what, I agree. What, what, what I'm saying, Hex, is the one thing we talk about people who come as immigrants to this country, one of the things that they have an advantage is an ignorance to what's really happening. <laughs> so what mm. they do mm-hmm. is they, they 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 take this country for what it's worth, and they grind it and they for grit the it, and and no, not even for the dream, but they take it for the substance that's readily available, and they play their game and they twist it and they take it back to their country, and they do the things that they have to do. They look sometimes as us as um, born American American citizens like wow, 
you guys have it all. But sometimes we look at we look at like the fish that leaves the ocean and comes looking for a pool to find water. <laughs> you know, we look at it. I mean, we have to start understanding that this is the games they're playing. And one of the ways that we get in front of this is by situating ourselves in a way that kind of kind of stiff stiff arms them. We got to stiff arm, and, and the way we have to do that is by reassessing our values and the way we go. That's my thought. You know what? I'm, I'm glad you, you brought up games they play because I want people to understand how important their positions are because I think sometimes because we feel like the government, I think there's a, a, a we're so cynical mm-hmm. towards the government, we feel like it's not important. Yes, right. Yes. But these positions are so important, but they're playing games mm-hmm. with these positions in order to get what they want. And it's like, how do you how can we as a as a country look at these air quotes leaders to see how they're playing with these positions? How do you put them in power? Mm-hmm. My that's my biggest fear that we're becoming Russia. They are telling you in your face what we're doing. You are publicly having a problem with what we're doing. You see that it's not fair quote unquote. You see that it's not proper for you to do something that only benefits you, right? And then by being right in your face, you're almost stuck with them saying, look, man, we told you what it was. Mm. You, We showed you what side we're with. You can't even really point a finger. You can just say you disagree. And then we, you're almost being forced to have to live with it as the this is your reality because the American people as a group, as the Black Lives Matter group hit the streets, as the ladies with the pink hats hit the streets, <laughs> as we do when we want to run a mile for breast cancer, mm-hmm. when we yell Boston strong after the bomber, after 911, we said, United we stand. At some point in time, the American people have to be truly devoted to saying those very words and having to experience something may make you love your country even more. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Make you feel connected to your country for the first time. But more importantly, having you say that you find that you contributed something because we're going to always be at that quandary unless hashtag do be actually become something you know what i'm glad you you brought up having to actually go through something um because we talked about and i know i don't want to make it all about me but uh we talked about the the process that i had to go through in order Mm -hmm. to get my home right and that having to go through that process makes you appreciate what you have right so having to go through the process of seeing this bs that they're doing and see the type of uh, chaos they're doing, that should make you understand, okay, I need to appreciate what I have. Let me tell you what's fucked up about America. In, and I know I'm saying a large statement that I want to make real small. The dream of America is one of the most outstanding things that human beings have ever done in the world. The idea of what America can be is one of the most idealistic amazing things ever which is why Trump saying make America great again is 
powerful to people who are not under the thumb and foot and boot of mm-hmm. getting stepped on. But the idea by itself is amazing. And if you don't understand that and you don't understand why that red hat makes so many people move, you're simply well dealing with your own alone. process. But let me be clear. Mm-hmm. The fact that America is never ever fleshed out as a whole thought makes it all just a dream of what America could be. It's not really fleshed out. Like you think about America comes from what the British do. That's their real intrinsic way of doing things. Well, they had the the world's greatest navy. That's what gave them their, their thing. America only really prospered because we had a separatist time to be able to be so strong because nobody could attack us physically. <clears throat> we became something strong because we had all these people coming from all threats. these areas and we didn't have real threats. But, but that's the problem. See, and that's how we live today. We only, we only react when we're up against the wall. That's why we talk about how the scores are down for the kids and in the education. Because... Well, well, when be better, do better was the was the motto. That was a mindset. Yes, you got you gonna have to achieve something. You gonna have to be something in life. Mm-hmm. Won't be long till you till you grown. You gonna have to get out in these streets. You have to find a way to feed your family. You have to take care of yourself. That the and I would say it, it was really when we had a world war that we decided. Oh, we all in because now we put our women to work and they do and build the planes and build all the things that actually had to go over where we sent all the men to go and die. But see, my point is what what my my thought is the way to get taking advantage of how things happen. We can't change how things are. Never do that. We can't be the angry, angry neighbor. What we can do is, is figure out how do we overcome our new problem? And, and my thought is, we got to make being involved in politics sexy. We got to make that cool. We got to make that the thing. We got to make that's what's up. Not that because, and how we flip it is, you don't turn people into these activists. You turn them into intelligent individuals who are concerned about where they live. Mm. Don't don't be. Who a, love their country. Don't, you make that the patriot. Don't not be the a, race, not the type of person, not to, not GOP or, D, or Democrat. Don't be a don't be an activist. Be a participant. That's it. And, and I think we had a real good chance of that. I'm That's the slogan. No, no, no. I think we had a real good chance of that when Obama was in office, and we had the View and all these other things. And we coming off like those they were going to be still here. Coming off like they were going to be idealistic conversations that were going to go on during the day, but what didn't happen was that what they ended up doing was becoming another yapping show about people's feelings as opposed to something that was actually looking like it was going to be something important. And when we did that, we stopped mm-hmm. we stopped being active. Yes. And we started talking about what was going on instead of actually particip- be- participating. Because we got comfortable. We, because our new way 
is if it's on TV, it dictates our attention. So when we was in the streets and they showing you the auto zone on fire, people was like, hell yeah, that's the reason to be mad. Yeah. And there was a reason to be mad. George Floyd, George Floyd has been murdered. Here's what's happened. They did this in the streets. But when it comes to everything else that affects your society, your community, what else would it take for you to get involved? And, and it's so sad because normally what happens is it's the, uh, you know, it always refer back to the to the, the one time we had this black gentleman who stood up at the State of the Union, State of the Union address. And he talked about his son was a quarterback yeah. and got murdered by gang violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's why he was voting for Trump because he was against gang violence. And it's like, we, you, we do these one-offs. And so being involved and in, in caring for growth and, 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 a, and prosperity for us, if you care about yourself mm-hmm. and those who look like you and everybody as a country in general, you know, then why not get involved? And know what's going on, so you know what to, who's who's running, why they running, and what they really represent. I'm gonna go uh, another from another angle. I look at it like predictability. I think, you know, we have to. And I think about like Harriet Tubman. I think about the Underground Railroad when people actually escape to freedom in this country. I think that a it has to be staged and it has to be deliberate. Mm-hmm. But it has to kind of fly under the radar. But it has to be a mindset that we have that's going to propel us forward. Because, you see, the game is based on our predictability and statistics and what will we do. So we talked about it earlier. We started off this show the right way. Oh, he's going to get this job. He's going to make X amount of figures. He's going to get a Mercedes because he has to make a statement that what he didn't have before so I don't care what that sets him back. He's going to do it. He's going to get a um, you know a home that exceeds his capability okay, because he has to do that to show right. his value. Right. Okay. Until we start to say, hey, what I've inherited, hold on to what I have. Mm-hmm. What what's come second generation to me, take this. It may not be you know how many square footage that you know that you would want. But now I want amenities around this. Mm. So we have to kind of gentrify our own communities. It, it, it sounds crazy, but it's, it's, just, it's just we got to kind of hold steadfast and not just go for the next shining thing. Because a lot of our people came from a situation where we didn't have land. So now we think expansion is a thing. But really, we need to dig right into the roots of what we currently have. Just hold on to what we have. Hold on to what we have. And make it better. And demand mm. The amenities that go along with it, I don't want to see. I'm sorry, you know. Hey, there's a, there's a Chick Fil A over here. There's a uh, Panda Express over here, and there's <laughs> what you and a liquor store at the corner. Hey, we don't want that anymore. We don't. That won't survive in our in our community. But to get that, you have to find out how it works and get involved. Once you're involved, you can ask. Sure. Mm, yeah. Because again, I'm gonna tell you this. But, the, this the, when we. We're we're talking about how we know we got somebody in office that's about to play that's playing these games sure. to help out his own constituents, and the only way he got the job is he put it in our faces. Right. These six people got appointed to be three on this side and three on this side, so two different committees. That's how they got in, and yeah. that's why they voted for me. Now I did them a favor, and I'm telling y'all that. So I broke the law, and I'm telling you in your face. I only, I only got the job because I hooked them up. But heck, but if you hold on, but hold on. Mm-hmm. But if you are not going to go down the street, 
and find out who's running in the community. Sure. Even when you think, well, what do I got to do with the share? If but if we all keep thinking we don't matter as individuals, then of course we got a problem. Absolutely. But but hex, there's there's a there's, movement. Here's the thing, man. There's nope. analytics. There's there's statistics of tendencies that we do. And if if I know your tendencies, I kind of know your weak spots. I know your soft. We gotta find a way to kind of camouflage what we feel. It, to be honest with you. You come Christmas time, people are like, oh, I'm not working. It's Christmas. Why? Work if it's damn Christmas. It's not your damn holiday. Christmas should be a Thanksgiving, a second Thanksgiving, where you spend more time with family. Damn the damn retailers. We should not be recovering right now from from January, from um, December and, and November. Help him to clear the red. And he's said red. this for years. And I've said it. I got you. And, and, my, and my thing is, we it's a mindset. But we got to say that that will stimulate the enthusiasm. Uh-huh. That will stimulate the enthusiasm for what you're looking for, because you're looking for people to, to be active, to want something. Right. But you got to set the fire for this next generation mm. to understand that the trick is. What they have set for us, Black Friday, all of a sudden just became a thing. It's it, it's more important than Thanksgiving now. But it's more important than al- family. It's more important than anything else. We got to set some type of stand, a new standard of the way we look at things. But mm. it only comes from the ability to put it out into the ethos. I agree with you, on right? That. So if you if 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 we say it, then who's going to piggyback it? And that's the problem. We are only waiting to react to a problem or chaos. To decide, we're united at all times. Yes, but we need to be reminded of it to live like it, to act like it, to to be a norm. Mm-hmm. And we choose not to because what we've allowed it is if you decide to participate, they decided to demonize you into somebody who was against the system. Yep. Yeah. What you up to? And you're woke. Well, you know you're what, woke. what you what you doing? Yeah. So, what you mean? So everybody saying, should be trying to get involved. Everyone should be involved. Yeah. So Hex is saying, make Christmas great again. And he's right. And I'm not being funny when what? I say this, when I say that we really have to, because this is what I'm hearing from JR, prioritize. Yes. America, matter of fact, fuck America. Black people mm-hmm. in America. Because that's what I'm concerned with. Prioritize. I'm not going to Fix front. every, not fix, because I know that it's that's too big of a term to do anything, even though that's, JR's term. <laughs> Fix it. But here here the real thing is is just we have to be able to minimalize enough conversations mm-hmm. that we can maximize our power in what we do. And here here's the real thing. We've all talked about over years what the black dollar does. Mm-hmm. If we focus. Yes. But we we haven't gotten to the point when we could focus something since because bad we, things happen, and that's the only time we ever focus. And when we do that, we still don't like because really we've become anything. conditionalized to only decide to unite through pain. That's and, how we're built. And, and what we know is we can do this through gain if we had somebody to set it up. The powers to be gonna try and stop it. Somebody gonna take my somebody gonna take what I'm saying right now, and I'm telling you, if we decided there was something that was for the greater good of us all, mm-hmm. then we would realize there isn't there isn't us versus uh, them, and the them is only is no 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 color. The them is anybody who doesn't want black progress, despite all the black black uh, uh, cultures been through, yeah. the black community 
every black person's been through. Yeah. It, it's not this game of, of affirmative action and who wants to work hard, who wants a job, don't want a job, all that nonsense. It is the notion of we are putting people in office who are telling you up front they are snakes. I, t- I told you. And if you don't get involved in trying to make sure snakes don't tell you up front they're snakes. It's, it's one thing if you make a mistake. It's different when you got a guy telling you now. I, I, I told y'all before, like, it's really weird when we can't even practice to ourselves the truth. And it's weird that we can't mm-hmm. just get ourselves to believe in one thing that is just true. We hurt ourselves all the time, and then we are proud of it mm-hmm. with not being truthful and helpful to ourselves. And let me, oh, just, let me just piggyback real quick on what you're saying. And that's why I said a new underground railroad. Because that underground railroad, to me, is the way it said, it seemed like it was just a bunch of People running through through tunnel, but it had to it had to be staged. It had to be some whispers going on, and if that dare got out, lots of whispers. You know, it was with a lot of whispers. We got to have a whisper. That, that was life. That was life or death. Yes, this it's, is life or death. This See, is, this, this is, is life or death. We're dealing with people who don't realize it's life or death. Yeah, yes, death. yeah, yes. So we got to get that whisper. We got to get that whisper out that the idea is that we've been told something. Like I like I said many many podcasts ago. Why do you believe the things that you believe? And if it's simply been passed down by your parents, then that's a shallow existence that you have. And reevaluate it. I hear that. Um, We're over. We're over. I know. know We're over. Um, This just shows you how dirty this game is. This just shows you how the people that are in power really don't give a damn about what you hold important. And never, and, and never have. And we need to get to the point where we can actually put people who are in positions of power who will at least act like they care. Do something to improve your life. But as of right now, we don't have that. So the next go around, the next cycle of midterms, the next time we need to put people in legislature, please don't forget this because we're going to bring this shit up again. Please don't forget the fact that they only even have their own shit together. Yeah. Please don't because we're not going to let y'all forget. Hex. Shout out. Man, shout out to everybody who listens to UDK. Uh, shout out to uh, people who are involved in what I'm working on recently. Yes, sir. And all the uh, opportunities we got you know, before us. Yeah. And shout out to uh, my family uh, who listens, my, sh- my family that who supports um, and spreads the word. Because again, conversations with this whole thing was about, and uh, and I just know that by people hearing the news, you hear something for two, three minutes, but when you listen to somebody have a dialogue with four or five people giving you their 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 two cents on where where they see this, uh, I hear I hear too often. I feel involved. I feel like I'm heard. I feel like you're speaking for me, and that's what matters. Mm-hmm. And so, shout out to you. Yes, KG shout. Shout out to my uncle um, Joel, my uncle uh, CA. Um, thank thank you for listening, providing backup, and letting people know how it is. I want to give something else um, a shout out, and this is to Jr. 
when we started this, JR was the last one who wanted to be a part of a podcast. I guess officially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. JR is such a great podcaster right now, and I want y'all to, to know if you don't know us and you maybe don't, this man has bugged out and worked his ass off and bought into what this is really about. And there's nothing bigger and better than a person with the heart of a lion jumping into a space and being like, yo, I really, if I'm going to be a part of it, I'm going to learn it. And I'm going to learn it all the way around. Mm -hmm. And JR is the truth, even with that New York head he got on right now. <laughs> but <laughs> but but I love Papa Arms. That's my dad. <laughs> I'm gonna have to give me a, a notepad. I don't know if y'all y'all don't see us, but oh, and you will. Uh, yeah, coming, it's, it's coming you soon. will see us. Coming but soon. he has actually a, a notepad and a pen, and he writes stuff down. And I be feeling like I'm not doing. what I'm supposed to do. I'm gonna give me a notepad. Right. I don't know when to write, but I'm gonna give me. <laughs> I'm gonna give me a notepad. Jr. Shout out. Hey man, shout out. First of all, KG, I want to say, man, um, this is the second week that you've given me some love. And first of all, um, I've told you guys in the beginning, hey, man, I didn't even know what a pod was. I'm like, okay, cool. I just thought it was just talk radio, figuring out what's going on. I listened to a lot of different, you know, uh, radio shows and so forth and so on. But that being said, man, um, you know, this has been a journey for me that's been very enlightening. So I feel blessed for the pod. I feel blessed for my, mm -hmm. my buddies that I'm growing with. Um, so never again will I say that to you guys that I didn't want to do it because guess what? I did it. And guess what? What's happening now is an idea that I needed to be here. Mm. Yeah. So I want, I don't, yeah. I don't want it to seem like I did this thing. Speak no, da no damn favor. I, I needed this for Jr. Mm. And, and, and this growth is for Jr. man. And this growth yeah. is for the team and the guys that I'm with. So yes, I'm going to put everything into it. But thank you, KG, for even inviting me into this, yeah. okay? So I'm going to make that very clear. It's not about anything about me. I, I enjoy that, man. But thank – and then believing in me when I said, hey, look, I'm going to learn. Because you could have said no. I'm going to learn this process. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Contain. Contain. That's an inside joke. That's an inside joke. Contain Going back to what you just said, Hex, I could have said no, but I would have been the loser in that. Yeah. I've come to realize that yeah. a, a, over the years. So yeah, I, yeah. I, what I've gained from this is 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 y'all can't even quantify it. Yeah, have so, the cur have the courage to yeah, get in the car. Yeah. And yeah. so yeah. And, yeah. and I and I will say this. I got to say this too. Shout out to DJ Thunder Powerhouse Radio. Had to do that for my man Irv and all the Irv Irvinators and all the Irvinators. So DJ Bags, Dirt Bags, the DJ Thunder man. Just because the Irv the Irv's not in today, you know, I had to you know give you love, man, and you know thanks for supporting us at all times, man. And um, my only other shout out is to Demar Hamblin, man. What a story! Yes, what a story, man. Full circle. You know, welcome back, welcome back, son. Welcome yeah. back, man, and you know, and 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 love that you know every every bit of love that you got, man. It's it's real, man, and thank you for um, helping to restore some um, faith in humanity yeah. amidst all the chaos that's going on right now, man. That was and, special. Uh, it's, it's very special, um, you know. I'm saying if you if you if you didn't tear up on that, man, you got to check the pilot light. It might not be on. Check the pulse. <laughs> check Dead the ass. pulse. Dead check ass. your pulse, man, because um, you know there's a lot of onions. 
you know, uh, being cut yeah. up in these rooms here. But, um, man, man, you know, um, shout out to you and your family, man. Shout out to everything that that, that means. And shout out to everyone who listened to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Irv. I know we already did the his DJ Thunder and Powerhouse Radio. But man, shout out to Irv. Much love. Yeah, man. Um, next week I know we said that we Ask was gonna that get girl the, we, we was gonna get into George Santos and uh, but I'm giving him an FTG award. We not get you right now, but next week I'm gonna let my boy Irv <laughs> go in because he been chomping at the bit to get at this motherfucker and we gonna oh, get yeah. at him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, we gonna get at him. Uh, shout out to my brothers, man. Shout out yeah. to my brothers. I love y'all. Yeah. I love y'all. Uh. Shout out to anybody who has ever listened to this podcast. Shout out to anybody listening to this podcast. Shout out to anybody who will listen to this podcast. Bookmark it safe lately. Like, oh shit, this shit is dope. They sent somebody to listen to it. Oh shit, this shit is dope. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. And we're going to do this again next week because y'all can't get rid of us. Hex, give me one. U D K. to you